Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. Who has already opened up their Easter eggs? Who has already eaten their Easter eggs? Hannah had her Easter eggs in her packed lunch for the last two weeks. So I think her Easter eggs went before they even Easter began. Uh, Easter egg giving. Who received more than one Easter egg? Zara did. Oh, oh, yeah, very good. Husbands, this question for husbands in the room here. Who actually bought their wife their Easter egg, or whose wife bought them for themselves? So hands up if your wife bought her own Easter egg. I better put my hand up at this point. Brevin, yes. Yes, disappointed all of you, but I am in your gang. My wife last night said, oh, by the way, this one's for me. Uh, thank you. Happy Easter, darling. <laughs> Nothing says uh, how thoughtful I am than being bought the present to give to my wife. There we go. So what's the egg got to do with Easter? You might be thinking, I, I, I give these eggs, and every Easter we have these chocolate Easter eggs. I don't remember that in the Bible story of Easter. But the Easter eggs have been around for a long period of time. They've been around in history for many years. People have given eggs. They used to be boys and girls. You'd be disappointed to hear this. Next slide, please, Billy. Um, they used to be uh, eggs that were actually physically given. They were real eggs. You would actually boil a chicken's egg. You would paint it, often paint it red to symbolize the blood of Jesus. And the egg would be given as a gift. And the children would make do with a hard-boiled colored egg. Woo! If you were very wealthy, you might have had a goose egg or a, a duck's egg. And this, I don't think ostrich eggs were very common in the UK. But you would give out these eggs. and someone's, I even found they used to boil them in onion skins to make them have a sort of a weird pattern on the outside of the egg. That's a bit weird, isn't it? That would probably taste a bit grim as well. So the egg has been around in history for, for years. People have done this for, for a long time. In fact, they've, I mentioned earlier about the, the word Easter comes from the word Passover. And in the Passover feast, one of the cedar plate elements is a boiled egg, which is actually then um, it's just roasted. It's, a, it's a, an egg that symbolizes sacrifice. It was sacrifice. And so the egg connects then into Passover. Or the egg also is about Lent. Uh, the reason why you have pancakes at the beginning of Lent is to get rid of all your eggs, is to empty your house of all of your food, or Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. That's what it means. You eat all your food on the Tuesday, Shrove Tuesday, Pancake Day, so then you have your time of Lent and the run-up towards Easter. So this Easter egg has got an incredible history. Eggs have been given for centuries to people. But it's also the Easter egg is a symbol or the, the egg itself, the next slide. The symbol of the egg is a, a symbol of like, almost like the circle of life. I have here my special egg, a golden egg. Thank you. It's very extravagant. $8.99 from Aldi. There we go. They're probably, they're probably half priced by this afternoon. Uh, but there we go. I have my golden egg. And some people say the egg represents the circle of life. It's kind of round-ish. And it's a sort of symbol of life, a new life. The egg is a symbol of new life. Now, when I was a child, we had chickens. We had chickens. We had 12 chickens in our home. I lived in a, in, in a farm, and uh, we had 12 chickens. And every, every morning, often it was my choice, my, um, my job to go to the hen coop and to open up the uh, lid, and I would collect the eggs and take them back to the kitchen for my mum. And on one occasion, I went to the wrong hen coop. You see, we had two hen coops, one for chickens that were producing eggs for us to eat, 
and the other one, which is where the chickens would lay on the eggs for a bit longer to hatch more chickens. And I took the wrong eggs. And I went back to my house and I said to my mum, here are the eggs. And she looked at them and she went, they look a bit old. I think they're the wrong eggs. And I said, well, I just don't know. I don't know which one I went to. I was probably about eight or nine at the time. And so my mum, I'm sorry, it's quite graphic. I know you buy your eggs from Waitrose and your frozen chickens from Aldi. But I opened up, well, my mum, she opened up this egg and inside was a part-formed chick. I know, put you off eggs for life. But the truth is the egg is how you get your chickens. I know all you town folk are like properly confused. Seriously, they're connected some way. Eggs and chickens, whoever knew. But the egg is this symbol of new life because an egg has a potential to become a new life, to become a chicken. And the symbol of the egg is this idea of new life. It is also a symbol of fertility, of, 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 of reproduction, of having more. And a new life and a, a reproduction and fertility, the egg is this incredible symbol. And this idea, the egg produces life. The other thing about the egg is one of the fun things you can do is you can do egg rolling games. You ever done egg rolling? It's not very common in the South, but in Preston in Lancashire, they live for egg rolling. Easter Monday is egg rolling day. There's a few northerners around here. I can see you nodding your heads vigorously. Yes. We haven't got so many hills, I think, in the south. Maybe that's what it is. And the idea is very simple. You, you take a boiled egg and you roll it down the hill and you run after it or cartwheel after it, try not to break too many bones. And the first one down the hill with the egg wins the competition. Who's going out this afternoon to try a bit of egg rolling? It's a big deal in, in Lancashire, but it's also a big deal on the south lawn of the White House. Uh, tomorrow, President Trump will blow the whistle, and hundreds of children will get onto the, the south lawn outside the White House, and they will roll these Easter eggs and see who can win that competition. Easter egg rolling. We won't try it now. Don't worry. And if you do try it at home, please boil the eggs first. Don't just throw an egg across the kitchen floor. Your mum might be too impressed. But the other thing you can do with an Easter egg is Easter egg hunts. Who has had an Easter egg hunt this year already? Oh, Georgia has. I saw that hand. I see that hand as well. One. Anyone else had an Easter egg hunt already? Yes, fantastic. Few of you have had an Easter egg hunt. Well, in case you are feeling left out, I've made an Easter egg hunt for you all today. I know. It's very exciting. I've hidden some eggs around this room. One of them is a golden egg. Not that one. As Easter egg hunts go, that would be pretty poor. <laughs> be a good prize. But under your chairs, there is an Easter egg for some of you, but not for all of you. You will have to hunt for the egg. They've been hidden for you. Oh. Who's got the Easter eggs? Hold them aloft. If you've got a spare chair beside you, you could be in luck. Yes. Jordan's got one. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> hey, who got the golden egg? It's like, it's like Charlie in the chocolate factory, isn't it? Who got the golden egg? We just got normal eggs. Where's my Oompa Loompa's gone? Hey, you got an egg, fantastic. Wonderful, you got your Easter eggs. There you go, you can all now say you've participated in an Easter egg hunt. And we'll find the Easter egg, golden Easter egg, and probably Steve who hid them has probably eaten the golden one. Did you eat it? Couldn't comment, okay. But he's got chocolate all around his lips. Wonderful. 
Easter egg hunts. So we have this symbol of the Easter egg. We have Easter egg hunt, Easter egg rolling. But what about Jesus in all of this? You got, who's got the golden one? My mother-in-law. It's a fix. It's a fix. <laughs> Wonderful. There you go, Anne. Don't say I don't love you. Ah. No, please don't say that. Anyway, moving on, moving on. So Easter eggs, we come to the story of Easter. We have this egg and chocolate Easter eggs and got great history and symbolism and games we can play with it. But what's that got to do with Easter itself? What's it got to do with the story of Jesus? Well, the history of Easter is his story. Jesus is the story of Easter. When we read in our Bibles the story of Jesus' life and his death and his resurrection, it's his story. It's history in making. You know, our timeline changed that when Jesus was born and died and came back to life again. It has literally changed the face of the earth. The story of Easter is not just a story. It is a radical, incredible, generous, extravagant uh, relationship-building moment where the Son of God took our place on a cross. It's a moment where not just a good man told some good stories and performed some miracles. As C.S. Lewis said, you know, Jesus was either mad, he was bad, or he was God. And at Easter, we get to remember the story of Jesus and say, who, who do I say that Jesus is? Was he an evil person trying to manipulate those who followed him? Was he a little bit deranged, a little bit off the wall, and said some crazy things? Or maybe he was the son of of God. I had a haircut this week, as you can tell, my spring harvest haircut. And my hairdresser took a very long time giving me this haircut. It made me late for a school assembly I was doing at Hiltonbury. And he was talking to me because he was just talking to me about God and about Jesus and about the Son of God. He goes, and we end up this really long conversation about this particular aspect. He said, I think Jesus was a real person. I think he existed. I believe there was a person called Jesus. He said, I even believe that he came back from the dead. He said, but I don't know if I believe he's the son of God, and I'm struggling to put the two things together. If he came back from the dead, then surely he was more than just human. And I'm having this conversation while thinking, please keep an eye on what you're doing, because it's getting shorter and shorter by the minute, and I have to look after what I have got. But we had this incredible conversation, because that is the truth of the story of Easter. His story is this man called Jesus who wasn't just a man, he was the son of God, who died and came back to life again. That's what you remember Easter, the story of Jesus, his story. But it wasn't just a story, this symbol, we often see the symbols of the cross, the symbol of the egg, new life. Jesus was all about new life. Jesus said, I've come, that you may have life, and life in all its fullness, life to the full. Jesus came and said, I am, I am giving you a gift here. I'm giving you, John 14 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, said Jesus. If you want to follow God, you have to go through Jesus. He is the symbol, the connection of new life. And this symbol of the egg and the symbol of Jesus is this idea that Jesus gives us new life. And if you're feeling today disconnected from God, disconnected from who he is, I want to encourage you to turn once again afresh to Jesus. Say, Jesus, who are you? Can I reconnect with you? Can I reconnect with this symbol of new life? I want to be fully alive. Sometimes people have this idea that Christians are a bit boring and church is a bit dull. I think we've disproved that theory this morning already with having people running around with Easter eggs on, um, on spoons. This idea that 
church is boring is not true. When Jesus, I've come, and I'll, Jesus was the one at the center of the party. Jesus is the one that brought the fun into the room. And as Christians, we should be doing the same. Jesus was a symbol. The death of Jesus, his death on the cross, a symbol. But also, he talked there about Easter egg rolling. The egg is also, some would say, a symbol of like that stone that covered the tomb. The one that rolled away. I had the pleasure last year with some others here in the room, and we're going to go again in 2019. We went to Israel, went to see the garden tomb to go into the place where they believe that Jesus was buried, to go and see this stone, um, sort of, it was cut out from the rock, and inside there's this, this bed, this empty um, space where Jesus would have laid, and outside this quite small entrance, there is a round tomb, a uh, round uh, sort of rock that rolled away. The egg reminds us, a symbol reminds us of the tombstone that was rolled away. Why? Because Jesus is no longer in the grave. Jesus is alive. He is risen. He is risen indeed. We've heard that this morning. This idea that Jesus is fully alive, the egg has been rolled away, the tombstone has been rolled away. When we roll our eggs, we can remind ourselves of Jesus' resurrection. He's alive. He's alive. He is not some history or person we look at as a symbol or as an artifact. Jesus is fully alive. And then lastly, we talked about Easter egg hunt. The thing is about Jesus and the story of Easter is that Easter egg hunts are designed to be hidden something for you. See, when we, when we play Easter egg hunting, someone has deliberately hidden something for each one of us to find. It's not like when you're trying to hide your children's birthday presents or Christmas presents and you hide them from them. When it comes to an Easter egg hunt, you hide for them. It's for them to find. In fact, you even get Easter eggs in films. You ever heard this expression? You actually have Easter eggs in films. These are, these are secrets in films for you to find. Things that people don't even know that the film director has put in for you to find. Or maybe the geeky people in the room here, they're computer games. There are Easter eggs, they call them Easter eggs, in computer games. You can find little secret kind of extra games in computer games going through an Easter egg. It's hidden for you, not from you. And in the story of Easter, as we remember through the image of an egg, Easter is a story of Jesus having something hidden for you to find. This great mystery of the cross, of this death and resurrection, of this man called Jesus did good things who died and somehow came back to life again, is the mystery that's hidden for us. And Judith read earlier that piece from um, the story of the Emmaus Road. This is after Jesus has come back to life again. And two of his followers, two of the people who knew him, are walking along the road from Jerusalem to Emmaus. As they're walking along, their, their hearts are, are disappointed because they've just heard that Jesus, their friend and the person they followed, has died. And then Jesus walks alongside them and joins in the conversation. And there's this beautiful moment where they're walking along, they're having this dialogue, and they don't even realize it's Jesus. And then he sits with them, and he breaks bread with them. And at that moment, their eyes are opened, and they realize the person that was hidden from them was Jesus. He was there all along. And suddenly their eyes were opened, and they use that famous phrase, did not our hearts burn within us? We were walking with him. We knew something was different, but we couldn't quite work it out. 
And I want to leave this for you today to think about. That maybe you're thinking there's something about this Easter season. There's something about this man called Jesus. There's something about this Christian story. That maybe for you, you've either let that go. Maybe you've been a Christian years ago and you've, you've just sort of come back to church because your family thought you'd be a good idea. It's Easter Sunday, come on. Or maybe you've never said yes to following Jesus. But to consider this story as maybe there's something hidden for me to find. Maybe there's something that would actually reconnect me to Father God. Maybe there's something in me that goes, there's something going on in my heart that I don't quite understand, but when I go to church, when I hear the stories of Jesus, something lifts inside of me, and I'd love to find out more. I would like to invite you on Easter Sunday, as a great time as any, to find new life, that symbol, in the person of Jesus, to understand he died and he came back to life again, which is why we celebrate Easter. Not because Jesus did good things or said good things, but because he was the Son of God. That what he did is now our reality. That he gave us access to Father God. He connected us through the cross to be in relationship with God himself. That's the story of Easter. So today, when you're breaking open your chocolate Easter eggs, and I'll pass this one to the back in a moment. We can have that as part of our uh, um, post-church um, enjoyment with our tea and coffee. And we've even got some cream eggs for you all. I know, we've got egg crazy today. Uh, it's crazy, isn't it? We're going to all walk around a bit fatter tomorrow. Absolutely. But <laughs> all the egg jokes running around. But that's the stuff. When you eat your eggs, when you enjoy eating your chocolate Easter eggs, your children do or those around you, just take a moment to remind yourself of Jesus and his story. Jesus, that symbol of new life. Jesus is stone that was rolled away and he was alive and resurrected. And Jesus is there hidden for each one of us to find. Let's pray, shall we? Lord, I thank you that you are not dead, that you are alive. That we do not worship a God which is just ancient and past and irrelevant but we worship a God who is connecting to our everyday activity. You know our needs. You know every detail of our lives. And you're hidden for us to find and to give us a life in all its fullness. Lord, I want to pray for us here as Freedom Church sitting here this morning. As we've enjoyed having some fun with Easter eggs. As we've enjoyed being with each other. Of singing songs of celebration. Lord, we want to pray that we would find a deeper relationship with you this Easter time. That we'd recommit to following you. Not because you're a good person, because you are God himself incarnate here on earth. And we are so, so glad and thankful for all you've done for us. Thank you for your gift. And we pray today that as we enjoy celebrating Easter, with family and with friends. You'd be right at the centre of all that we do, we pray. Amen. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk Thank you for listening.